God's word is a fire in my bones, and I cannot keep it in. We are not building an institution or a program. We are building the kingdom of God. This is Do Not Keep Silent. Oh, good evening. This is Do Not Keep Silent. My name is Jason Zurich, your host for the program. Take a look at time. Did you know your time is worth something? Yeah, don't be a push over. This is Do Not Keep Silent. Find us online at do not keep silent.com. That's do not keep silent.com. You can also find our parent ministry, Worldview Warriors, at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. Regarding time, personally, I think time is even more valuable than money, more valuable than stuff. It's something you can never get back. Friends, we see in Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 8. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road. And when you lie down and when you get up, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 8. It's our verse we're going to take a look at tonight just a bit. Friends, your children are important. Your time spent with them is important. They are not burdens. They are gifts given to us by Almighty God. I think far too many of us seem to have forgotten this oh-so-very-important gift that God has given to us. I'd like to share with you a letter from a mother printed in a German newspaper in 1993. Friends, this was printed in this newspaper Again, from a mother in Germany. I had a child from 1969 to 1991. And then he left the house. I was always busy professionally and the child learned to walk and talk from somebody else. He lived his childhood, which went by so quickly and grew up. It may be possible to unite career and child rearing, I myself can only tell of the wordless grief that accompanied me like a dark river, despite outward success. I had a child and sat at a desk. Again, that's from a mother in Germany, published in newspaper there, 1993. So what about you? And youth who are tuning in right now, I'd like to ask you, are you willing to let your parents spend time with you? Why or why not? And moms and dads, I'd like to just challenge you tonight. What can you do to remedy the situation? 
In fact, maybe you could help them by asking them. Would you like to go out and spend some time together? And friends, I'm not even talking about quality time. We hear about quality time all the time. I'm talking about just time. Quantity time. In fact, I believe quality time equals quantity time. What do I mean by that? Friends, just spending time with your children, listening to them, hearing them talk, repeating back what they've said to you. Get off your phone and listen. Stop being somewhere else than the room you're in with your child. Be in that room with that child. Friends, I'd like to just share with you something that I was able to witness earlier this week. And I'm not picking on anyone, just telling you what took place. I was able to attend a basketball game this past week. I was a fan cheering teams on, and we got to watch a lot of other teams play, and it was just enjoyable to watch some basketball, and I'm the kind of person that likes to, well, see how parents and children act with one another. Friends, there was a young man, really good player. Every time he'd do something that would be a little off or a mistake, instead of looking to his coach or just being in his himself, if you will, he'd always look into the stands. And I began to realize he was looking for approval from either his father or some father figure. I don't really know. But this went on an entire basketball game. This young man, again, very good athlete, just kept looking for approval from this man. I can only assume, again, it was either his father or someone who he sees as a father. When he'd do something good, he'd look into the stands as if, did you see that? Did you see that? Friends, I'm not picking on this father. I'm not picking on this son. But I, what I do want to challenge us with is, as fathers, are we spending enough quantity time with our children? Yes, the father was in the stands cheering on his son, so that's a good thing. Why was the son so needing to get approval? I, I don't know, other than when I do something good, I, yeah, I like getting approval. It's great. I do want to encourage us to really think through, are we spending enough quantity time with our children? Not just quality time, but spending time with them so they know we're hearing them. They know we love them. Parents, are you focusing in on your children or just letting life pass you by without a care in the world? only to regret it all later. If you are, 
I'd like to ask you, what, what, what can you do to change this? If you think you're doing a good job spending some time with your children, I'd also ask this. Are you maybe not just, not, not about spending too much time, but are you hanging out so much with them that they can't make mistakes and learn on their own? And you're always saving them from something? It's okay to let them fail, to learn and grow. So that's the opposite end there. I want to ask you, how do you think your children are doing? Meaning, how do they think you're doing? Maybe you could ask them this. If there was one thing we could do together today, what would that be? And then you do your best to do that with them. Now, if you're going, well, I can't do that today or tomorrow, Maybe ask them, hey, if there's something we could do this week, something we could do in the next two weeks, if there's something we could do this month, what would that be? Let me plan it out. I want to spend some time with you, little Billy. And I want to spend time with you just because you're my son. You're my child. And friends, if if that won't work out for you, you know, if if you're just that busy, Certainly, you can make some time and head out and, oh, maybe get a soda or even a cup of waters. Just go out, get a bite to eat together. Just you two. Just go out and get some hot chocolate, some hot or warm up, cold out where you are. What a night. Maybe you could just sit at an intersection together, counting the cars going by. Spending time together. Something to think about tonight. Again, I I do encourage you, please spend time with the children that God has given to you. Again, Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 8 tells us, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts, Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 8. I do want to give you one other practical thing before we move on. And that's this. Whether it be in the morning or in the evening, dear dear friend, your actions definitely will speak louder than words to your children. I'm speaking as someone from experience. My wife and I have been blessed with six wonderful children, two boys, four girls in that order. Two of our boys, two of our girls are out of the house now. Two of our girls are still at home. And I can tell you, again, from personal experience, it's not what you teach, it's what you emphasize that they will grab onto. 
So whether it be in the morning, the evening, if you're able to come home for lunch, whatever, in their home, if you homeschool, take time and read the Bible in front of them so they're watching you do it. If you're able to wake up in the morning before they do, before you head out for your day, do your best to be doing your devotion there as they come out of their own room. Seeing you reading your Bible, taking time in prayer. Again, it's not what you teach. It's what you emphasize that they will grab onto. It is just incredible how much things are caught, not taught. This is Do Not Keep Silent. My name is Jason DeZurek, your host for the program. You can find us online at do not keep silent.com. That's do not keep silent.com. Again, been shared a little bit regarding quality time is quantity time. They're basically the same thing, friends. Sure, it's great when you can do some special event and have some quality time. That's all great and dandy, but. Again, speaking from personal experience, not just as a child, but as a parent. Look, your children just really want to spend time with you. They want to be with you. They look up to you. I encourage you to give them that gift. This is Do Not Keep Silent. Again, you can find us online at Do Not Keep Silent. Dot com. That's do not keep silent. Dot com. This is the Worldview Warriors Fastcast. Your daily spiritual energy drink. With your host, Jason DeZurich. I praise God that he sent me an amazing woman into my life who is a very strong-willed Christ follower and yet also understands the importance of working together as a team in our marriage. This means that even when she thinks my leading might be too tough, or strong, she still honors my decision because we made decisions together long before we got into the situation. We believe character is not built in trials. Character is tested in trials. It is built before the trial begins. To dig more into this idea, go check out our blog post titled Discipline, written by Jason DeZerk. Find us online at worldviewwarriors.org. Yeah, go find us online at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. So appreciate you being a part of what's going on here with the ministry. Again, worldviewwarriors.org is where you can find out more information. You can also find Worldview Warriors Publishing as well. Got a number of books available there. Our podcast blog is also available and as we move on tonight, I've shared again this many years ago. It's something I actually try to take some time myself and look it over once, twice a year. I just like to revisit this with you. And if you've heard this before, hopefully this will be a good reminder for you regarding children. And for those of you who have not heard this yet, well, it's something that to be quite honest, is special to me, near and dear to my heart. Much of it is because, not only because it's from Susanna Wesley, who raised John and 
Charles Wesley. But it was given to me from my mother-in-law, who's now in heaven. While she was on earth, she was an amazing woman, someone I greatly respect. I learned a lot from her. And the one thing I so appreciate about her was her strength. Her strength in the Lord and her willingness to tell pretty much everybody about the Lord. She was not ashamed of Almighty God at all. So with that, I'd like to share with you from Susanna Wesley's Rules for Raising Children. Some of you may think these are a bit old-fashioned, but personally, I think the world could do with some men like John and Charles Wesley. Don't you? Friends, this famous mother of 19, again, including Charles and John Wesley, she set down these rules for the children. Again, these are Susanna Wesley's rules for raising children. And there's 14. The first one is allow no eating between meals. Number two, put all children to bed by eight o'clock. Three, require them to take medicine without complaining. Let's not forget, friends, that those were the days of cod liver oil. Mmm, yummy. Number four, subdue self-will in a child and thus work together with God to save his soul. In essence, friends, teach your child the discipline of the Lord, how to live a disciplined life, not a sinful life, not the sinful bent that they have. Number five, teach each one to pray as soon as he can speak. Prayer is so important. Let's remember, it's not just about the hearing or the speaking. It's about the hearing as well. Six, give your children nothing that they cry for and only what they ask for politely. Please and thank you, friends. Number seven, To prevent lying, punish no fault which is first confessed and repented of. Friends, we need to not just, I believe, teach our children this again. This is something that's caught, not just taught. We need to teach it. We need to emphasize this to them, and we need to practice it too. Parents, asking your spouse for Forgiveness. You confess your sin, ask for forgiveness, and then repent of it. Meaning, stop doing it. I just want to pause here quickly because it seems so many people today struggle with understanding forgiveness. And they struggle with understanding that word repentance. Friends, yes, someone can forgive you of a sin, an offense that you've done to them. But friends, that doesn't mean they have to like when you do it again. 
And yes, they can continue to forgive you. But you are to repent of that sin. Stop doing that sin. You don't get to just keep walking all over them. You have a part in that too. I don't know why that is so difficult for so many to understand other than we are just plain selfish beings. Number eight, never allow a sinful act to go unpunished. I'll put it this way. If a child sins, you need to discipline them. They need to understand that sin not just is ungodly, but that is the way to destruction and death. Number nine, never punish a child, never discipline a child twice for the same offense. If they've asked for forgiveness, they've confessed it. Why are we now again giving them more discipline? Now, let's just be clear before we move on here. If the child has lied about something and you give them discipline for that one lie, then they go on living their life and that later that day, the next day, whatever, they lie again. That is not what Susanna Wesley is talking about. That is a new offense. That deserves discipline. Let's move on. Number 10, commend and reward all good behavior. Friends, who doesn't, who doesn't like hearing positive things? We all do, right? When your child does something well, Friend, I encourage you to let them know, great job. Reward them for their good behavior, their good actions. Number 11. And this one is not difficult per se, but might be difficult to understand within a family structure. Reserve property rights even to the smallest matters. Friends, if someone is given a gift from, let's say, grandma or grandpa, aunt, uncle, and it is their gift, don't all of a sudden just let another child be playing with it and think nothing of it. No. The other children now need to learn that that belongs to little Jimmy. And if you want to use it, you need to ask little Jimmy first before he allows you to use it. And if little Jimmy decides, no, I'm not going to let you use that. That's little Jimmy's prerogative. Because, again, reserve property rights even in the smallest matters. Helping not just little Jimmy understand that he has a responsibility, but the other children as well. That he has a responsibility for that, not them. And if they just take it, and they break it, now they're responsible for it. Why? Because that was little Jimmy's, and now they need to fix what happened. Number 12. Any attempt to please even if poorly performed should be commended. I want to share that one more time. Any attempt to please, even if poorly performed, 
should be commended. If a child is trying their best, even if they utterly fail at it, tell them, thank you so much for trying. I so appreciate you for doing that. I love you. Thank you. Friends, again, I'm sharing with you Susanna Wesley's Rules for Raising Children tonight. Again, this is the famous mother of 19, including Charles and John Wesley. Number 13, strictly observe all promises. If a promise is made, make them understand that yes means yes and their no means no. Help children to become men and women of their word. And lastly, number 14, teach children to fear the rod. Again, old-fashioned, well, the world could do with some men like Charles and John Wesley, don't you think? I think so. Susanna Wesley's Rules for Raising Children, been sharing that with you tonight, wrapping up the program. Again, I received this from my mother-in-law many, many years ago. Incredible woman of God. And I'm still thankful she shared this with me. Again, you are tuned in to Do Not Keep Silent. You can find us online at do not keep silent.com. That's do not keep silent.com. I do want to encourage you to go find our, our blog, our podcast, other resources there, books available in paperback and Kindle. We even have our new novel that came out just at the end of last year. Call to Arms, that's available in hardcover as well. Again, this is Do Not Keep Silent. Find us online at do not keep silent.com. That's do not keep silent.com. Find us online at do not keep silent.com.